Welcome to the Marvelous Miss Maisel, Maisie, Marvelous Miss Maisie. I'm Maisie Lod. That's the first time you've said the title of the, of the, of the television show. Uh, hell yeah. Um, yeah, welcome to Marvelous Miss Maisie. I, uh, I'm Tim. I'm Maisie, and uh, Great. <laughs> where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Um, <laughs> we're tonight. We're talking about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I have. Uh, I'm. I am Groot. I'm Groot. Body, That's it. Okay, body, end the yeah. podcast. End it. We, <laughs> we did it. We summed it all up. Uh, that could have meant anything. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but we uh, we're, we're talking Guardians of the Galaxy, and we have. A guest this week is very exciting. Uh, he's a tremendously funny comedian, one of my favorites. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, Mike Thomas. Everybody, Mike, how are you? Hey, everybody, I'm, I'm I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Hell yeah, we're doing good. Great, I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> you oh well, two, you get two more of those, Maisie. All right, <laughs> you get two all more. Right, of those. Right. We're cutting we should... it short. We should okay. treat Maisie like like they do Yen in, in the Ocean's Thirteen or Ocean's Eleven, where they just like she just keeps saying "I am group," but we know what she's saying, you know, like "I am yeah. group." Like, no, that's not what the light being meant. Maisie, come on, Maisie, Jesus Christ! Um, oh, you know what? Actually, this is uh, this is probably a good time to mention this. I watched the Avengers, not Guardians of the Galaxy. Oopsie Daisy, I don't know. This <laughs> would <laughs> so be totally lost. Um, yeah. So, Mike, I guess. Uh, welcome to the Marvel podcast. What's your what is your history with Marvel Comics? What do you what is your history with the MCU? I guess with this maybe a little bit about this movie specifically. Did you see it in theaters? Are you a fan of the series, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? What's your star uh, sign? I'm a Cancer, Gemini, Rising, Capricorn, Moon. We'll get into it. <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, all of this. Uh, so regular Leo is all I know so far, um, and uh, big Marvel guy. Uh, yeah, well, so yeah, like, so I mean, I, I love Spider Man as a kid, and I love like mm -hmm. X Men, and I love like all the Marvel stuff that I have been exposed to, you know, which is, I guess, Marvel, X Men, what else? Um, you know, I knew that, well, I guess it's not Marvel, but uh, comics history, we don't, we don't, yeah, you know, but anyway, point of the story, yeah, yeah. uh, this one specifically, the Guardians of the Galaxy, I had not like known much as a kid, but like, you know, the Marvel movies and all the universe, like, I'm very, yeah, very big Marvel head, very, very excited with all the things they're doing. Marvel with head, uh, I've never heard yeah. that before. Yeah, I just coined it. Right I was here. calling you guys coined it, commies, <laughs> Marvel commies, Marvel comics, Marvel commies. I, yeah, I'll take it. I guess we'll put that on the board too. We'll see, we'll, we'll run it through, through RD. Uh, but yeah, kind of specifically about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, it's really interesting because this is this is like pretty much comics history wise, a, like a C tier sort of comic book. Yeah, um, like it's like like when they announced that they were going to do Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like they did it before Doctor Strange. They did it before Spider Man was in these movies. Like it's right. kind of wild that they're doing the the talking tree and the talking raccoon series. Yeah, if you, I, I'll just say that if you told me that this was Star Wars, The Force Awakens, I would have believed you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I do want to acknowledge something right up top before we launch into the movie uh, that we here at the Marvelous Miss Maisel have- hey, You said it now. Oh, did it? Oh, God damn it. We here <laughs> at the Marvelous Miss Maisel we we lied to you. We said that this was a podcast wherein 
Maisie Lod has never seen any of the Marvel movies, but that is not true. Maisie Lod, you saw Guardians of the Galaxy when it came out in 2014, didn't you? I did. I did. Caught me yeah. right-handed. But honestly, don't remember any of it. Like you, Okay, <laughs> let's be real. Glenn Carey, Glenn Close is in this movie. Could not have Glenn told you that. <laughs> Glenn Carey, Glenn Close. Oh, gosh. That's outrageous to me Toro. that you saw this beautiful movie and you were just like, yeah, I want to keep it moving. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, I got better things to see. This is a oh. this this was honestly like like I mean Tim was talking about how this is a C tier movie or like comic book and all this stuff. I'm like, you're right. I had no no one knew anything about this, but this movie was freaking beautiful, man. Like, I I'm so glad you made me watch it again because like I, I saw it in 2014 too in the theaters and I was like, oh, this is a great movie. I love this. And then I watched it again. Like, oh man, I forgot how much I love this movie. This yeah. is this was it was honestly it was like there's no I feel bad because like. I'm only gonna say good things. Like, I mean, I don't know. I should have like, oh, yeah. oh man, the lighting. Well, was don't better. you worry about this. It's like, no, it's, this movie was great, perfect. No, don't you worry. Maisie's here. Uh, I okay. had some issues. Oh, I'm ready. I am ready. This doofy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. I do want to ask Maisie. I know you saw this movie, but preconceptions going into this one, we just came off of uh, last week. We watched Captain America: The Winter Soldier which is pretty spy movie. It all takes place on Earth. And now here we are a bagrillion miles away watching Guardians of the Galaxy. What, what, was your, what were your expectations? You had seen it already, but what, what were you thinking? Yeah, I mean, when this? I... <clears throat> I remember it being, like, goofy and entertaining. But I also thought that, uh, like, having seen the last, what, seven, eight movies and, like, doing this podcast, I thought I was going to, like, have a greater appreciation <laughs> for it. <laughs> It is pretty removed. I, I mean, they maybe I would like know more or be like more in it this time, but nope, it, it's not nothing. that. Not connect with any. Uh, okay, not nothing. But we'll let's launch it. Do we want to just launch into it, gang? Yes. I'm so We're on yeah, planet I'm... Tatooine. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker is born. Um, no, <laughs> and then we just have the cantina dancing song. Cantina song. Okay. Yeah, the music the music in this movie was very praised, and it's just the Cantina song from Star Wars over and over and over again. <laughs> All right. Uh, in nineteen eighty eight in nineteen eighty eight, following his mother's death, a young Peter Quill is abducted from Earth by a group of alien thieves and smugglers called the Ravagers, led by Yonda Yondu Udanta. I do want to okay. say right off the bat, this this is the first I think this is the first time in the MCU that there was a cold open. Like there was, it was not Marvel logo, you know, then the movie starts. It was scene wherein Peter Quill watches his mother die of cancer, Marvel logo. Get you right in the feels, get you into it real quick. Maisie? Hold on. Maisie going to get props? Yes. Okay. According <laughs> to my Grey's Anatomy textbook. I was a little, all right, we're going to bring in, is this medically possible right at the top? Okay. All right. Lines and dies within five seconds of her saying the last thing ever. I don't know if you guys have ever been in the same room as someone who's dying. Personally, I have not. So maybe this is actually a real thing and I'm not just too scared to Google it, but, uh, 
like imagine if I was just like talking at this speed and then all of a sudden boop and then I'm dead. Like I should have like yeah. a few last breath moments. I was like, Bop, wait, hold on, too fast. Anyways, proceed. Her last breath moments were spent saying, Peter, take my hand, Peter. <laughs> Take my hand. And then he but, couldn't because he was seeing his mom die and he's a child and he can't process those emotions. So all he needed to do was turn away. But he didn't realize this was his last moment to take his mother's hand. But in the medical community, Michael, she would have, <laughs> at the very least, have started having seizures and organ failures before her also, before we got a hard line B. You, you, your your problem with this is not your problem. Your problem is with movies. That's how people die in movies. <laughs> okay like yeah people don't die that way in real life yeah but this is a movie and that's not that's not marvel's fault that's that's hollywood's fault that's, honestly, that's simon and Gar it's that's, probably that's my fault, fault. <laughs> yeah you should see i'll just go die, fuck honestly. myself and you, should, you, you guys should, continue no. on you, you should, should kill more people you should kill more people and see more people die is mike's advice to you being great. a little iffy on the start of this movie <laughs> great uh, 26 I'm sorry. years. I love this movie, and I'm I, I'm gonna... <laughs> gonna get heated. Mike's gonna get heated and defensive. Yeah. It's gonna be really good. It's gonna be a great be episode. Bring it on. I'm a guest on your podcast. I'm trying to be polite, but that is <laughs> no, no, no. Be rude. Be just give give me everything you've got. 26 years later, on the abandoned planet Morag, Quill steals a mysterious orb, but is attacked by forces of the fanatical Kree renegade Ronan the Accuser led by Karath. Karath is played by <laughs> Jaiman Hansu in kind of a, sm a small role. He's Jaiman Hansu. He should have a little bit more to do. I, ended, right? I thought he was going to come back more like in the universe in some way, just like, in, yeah, but nah. But no, we, 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 we got to move forward. Uh, another thing to mention about the scene, it's it really starts the the one of the through line important things that, that 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 a lot of people liked about this movie and that was an intentional choice in this movie, which is music of the 1970s hell yeah uh, where he's he pops in his his I don't know, it's, a, it's a cassette player or an eight track player or something and yeah he, it is and he and he and he just starts playing come and get your love by redbone love it dancing around dancing around Having love a good it time. yeah it has all this futuristic shit around him but he's still got his old school classic tape player that's that's i love the aesthetics we'll that's just, uh, that's class that is grade a class i like the music of this a lot Plot-wise, I'm already lost, but yeah. <laughs> How? It's you know, you guys... in time passed. He just got older. <laughs> How are you lost? <laughs> he just got older in you space. You said something about Korath, and I was like, as soon as he got abducted, I was like, what the fuck? And then I I was like, I should maybe turn my computer off because I don't know. Okay, keep I, going. I don't know. I, I will say, well, we're going to get into it. Well, I hope we do, but I will, sure. in your defense, Maisie, I will say that there is a little bit of confusion that I was trying to pay attention to this time. And I feel like that's my problem. Movies is like, first time I see it, I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. Second time I see it, I'm like, I'm real lost. Third time I'm seeing it, I'm like, okay, I kind of, fourth time it's like, <laughs> the fuck is this? But, uh, you know, like you gotta, is... you gotta stop watching movies more than once. Like quit while you're ahead. Um, but, uh, but I will, in your defense, I will say it was a little confusing with like, I mean, once they got to space and like with the, uh, politics i guess of whatever is going on because again like you said this is the first you know marvel movie we're in space and all of a sudden we're in the middle of a political war of some kind we yeah. have no idea we don't we don't have faces and names to yeah we're it, it's so, like the the no the 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 nova the people of of xandar it's, it's, are, yeah, are fighting the, with oh, the shit. kree empire but the kree empire yeah. has a 
as a radical who's not they just signed a peace treaty it, yep. it throws a lot of info at you right at the start there's a lot of it is there but none of it's important all you need all it's there is just to know okay this motherfucker's bad these motherfuckers are good <laughs> yeah they get really yeah, ronan looks like it. the nun from the conjuring okay anyways <laughs> <laughs> Maisie just crossed that off the list. All right. <laughs> yeah, it was like on my he notes. Great. <laughs> Great, we got there. Uh, although Quill escapes uh, with the orb, Yondu discovers his theft and issues a bounty for his capture while Ronan sends the assassin Gamora after the orb. Gamora, uh, we didn't get to talk about the cast. We usually talk about the cast. Yeah, right can up top. we? Yeah. So let's, let's, let's talk about the cast right up top. Uh, let's Peter do it. Quill. Peter Quill, Perfect we got, cast, we got, we, Peter Quill, we got. Uh, in his first park post parks and rec like becoming a hollywood star hell yeah chris, chris pratt as i remember when he got cast everyone who was like a hardcore guardians of the galaxy fan was just like fucking nailed it that's peter quill right there uh, i uh, i yeah. wanted to hate him but uh you can't you was can't. this the movie was this the movie that he got shredded for was that jurassic world Jurassic World, yeah, yeah, that was oh. that was, that was yeah. bad. I was I was trying to figure out a way to work that in too, but I, yeah, I guess yeah, just the honest question is the best way. Yeah, no, he, you said it was like his first step into Hollywood. This is the first right step, and then right into Jurassic World, and that was yeah. Ooh. I will yeah. say that I think that this is the this is outside of Parks and Rec is this is the only thing that I really like uh, Chris Pratt in. I think that mm. he, he anything what else, else is he that even he's in. Done, He's done like a bunch say, of yeah, stuff. He was in Jurassic World, right? he did this Jurassic World. He was in the Tomorrow War, which was oh! a movie that got released this year, which yeah, I did yeah, not yeah. watch. Uh, but Sounds he's dumb. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's why I didn't watch it. But oh, isn't the dude from uh, Detroit is in that too? Yes, uh, Sam Richardson is in this. <laughs> now I gotta watch. Yeah, right. Uh, but we got uh, Peter Quill is in this. We have. Uh, I guess the Guardians <laughs> of the Peter Galaxy. Quill. You mean, yeah, you mean, uh, that's Chris his name. This. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Guardians Idiot. of the Galaxy rundown. We got Peter. Uh, we got. We got. Uh, I almost said it again. We got, we got, <laughs> we got Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt as Peter Quill. Peter Quill. We've got as Gamora, the adopted daughter of Thanos. We have Zoe Saldana. Uh, we've got Dave Bautista as Drax the Destroyer and the voice talents of bradley cooper and vin diesel as rocket and groot respectively <laughs> mike you got thoughts i mean like like so <sighs> i recasted the whole thing i have my notes for who i recasted <laughs> in all the roles how much money did vin diesel like he just says i am groot the only thing like i don't know we could have given that to like some young upstart Billy West, you know, this, like yeah, some, this, the this next Billy a... West could have had that instead of Vin. He already has past nine and 12 and 16. He doesn't need <laughs> to be in the Marvel universe too. But anyway, it was still good. I wonder if this is like union, if he had enough line, different lines yeah, to get right? union credit for this. <laughs> that, if he didn't, then I'd be okay with it. <laughs> he's not, he's not, he if did he this did this out of, just from here, just out of the goodness of his heart, if he... <laughs> I do want to talk a little bit about Vin Diesel as Groot, uh, a little behind the scenes knowledge. F fun, very cool, fun fact that I think about this movie. Vin Diesel did the voice of Groot in every language. So 
it when this movie Yo was really soy Groot. Yo soy Groot. He did that voice. He did he did Portuguese. He did I think he did Korean and Japanese and stuff too. All he needed to know was how to say one line. But he he had so little to do that he was literally able to be brought in, and they didn't have to bring in like a foreign person to come in and say I am Groot because he just say Yo soy Groot, buddy. But that's the thing. He just needs to say that four times for each language, and he's good. You know, that's that's not like <laughs> that's that's not even a whole day. You know what that's, I mean? That's, that's, a, that's, that's a day and a half in the that, studio. Not even. That's like a half a day. Like honestly, like he, he's also like really weird. I don't know if you know this. But he's like a he's like a real grade A weirdo. And there is video of him. There is video of him recording his lines for this movie on stilts that's he's my hero <laughs> he did not do motion capture for for the role of Groot he didn't he didn't have to do this he, need to be he just stilts. showed up to the studio one day just being like yeah I don't know if in the next one they want to do like me and stilts or something so I'm just getting ready for it. what a whack job that sounds like an OSHA hazard to me is he really a whack job or is he rich with time on his hands? Like, I mean, <laughs> both, both. When you're you when you're rich and you got time on your hands, you're allowed to be a whack job. You're and not, not only that, honestly, like I would feel okay. Like, I'm Vin Diesel. I'm a professional actor. I'm in Hollywood and all this shit. They're paying me a shit ton of money to say I am good a bunch. Like. I got to give them something a little. I got to show them that I'm like in the part of it. Like, let me get on stilts and like show them at least that I'm, you know, feeling <laughs> the part a little bit. And do this in three million different languages. Yeah, right? Like, let me show that I'm taking this seriously. I mean, they paid me half a billion dollars to say I am Groot. Like, I got to earn it a little. You know, let me shuck and grab a bit. I wonder sure. if he ever just did it in different like accents, like English, like I am Groot. Or, or like an Australian. <laughs> oh, I'm great. Oh, I'm great. I'm great. Oh, I'm great. <laughs> Cranky. I'm Groot. Yeah, he did, in the in the Australian version of this movie, he doesn't just say I and am and Groot. He also says Cranky. Uh, <laughs> Cranky. I'm Groot. <laughs> and that's so dumb. We're, we're talking Vin Diesel star power. Uh, fucking Bradley Cooper. Yeah, plays the right. raccoon in this movie. Which, uh, if you close your eyes, you can kind of like. I mean, it's always like just him being a voice actor. I'm just like, oh man, that's weird. But then, like, you close your eyes, like, oh, I can see Bradley Cooper doing that. That's not. They would have saved a lot of money by just getting Joe Pesci in there. It's the same voice <laughs> and better. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I didn't know much about. I knew Rocket Raccoon was a character, but I only knew him from like the video game Marvel versus Capcom Three, where he's a playable fighter, and he has a straight up Cockney accent in that. And I, <laughs> and that, I think in in a lot like of the, the comics, gecko, he has like the a gecko, gecko. Oh wait, no, yeah, like a, I'm Rocket Raccoon, like I that, like like that actually. Yeah, and so I when he like that, there was a question when the movie was coming out. Is just like they cast Bradley Cooper. Is Bradley Cooper gonna do a Cockney accent for <laughs> No, he just picks like, hey, what's going on? I'm fucking is New he York. <laughs> is he still an asshole? Like is like you said when Rocket Raccoon with a with a cockney accent, is he still an asshole? Oh yeah, he's still like a braggadocious, like uh, kind of like that a lot. Oh yeah, come on, Groot, we gotta go do this stuff. Oh, that's a misstep there. I think <laughs> that was a misstep. Oh, that was a missed opportunity. Major criticism. Well, thank you for asking me for who I would cast as everyone. Thank you. Okay, amazing. Yes. <laughs> it's just, it's really easy. It's just Paul Giamatti as everyone. <laughs> Specifically, Rocket. 
This is Paul Giamatti. But like specifically Paul Giamatti from Big Fat Liar. And specifically, he's not doing the voice of it. He's dressing up in a raccoon costume and just showing up on set as Paul Giamatti. On stilts. (laughs) Paul Giamatti from Big Fat Liar could have been Jackson Destroyer. It's the same performance. I was talking to Vin. He told me to bring my stilts. I said, okay. Uh, I do want to say that I I really, really like uh, Dave Bautista, a.k.a. Drax the Destroyer in this movie. This was Dave... Dave Bautista is a is a is a wrestler. He's a WWE guy. So if you don't count that as acting, which you should, he, this was his first. This was his first movie. This I think this was his first like acting role. And I don't know. I think he knocked it out of the park. I think he he had great comedic timing, and he was, and he he works really well. I was just gonna say about his comedic timing. He played like a character that is not easy to come across, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like with his, with his, uh, uh, him being the butt of the joke and still, still being an, like still being a brash, brash dude. That's not necessarily an easy line to walk. Uh, but he did it. You know, he did it perfectly. He, it was, yeah. He, so, so yeah. Mate, mate what did you think about uh, Drex? I, for me, it was the kind eyes. Very <laughs> kind eyes in this, and that's how I knew that I was like, is he a bad guy? No, he's got a gentle touch to him. <laughs> Is he a bad guy? No, I can see it in his eyes. He's good. You, you, He's you good. look at his eyes and you're going to get lost in his soul, okay? It, it is kind of funny because the first time you see him, he's like, he is like peering like a bad, like he is like an asshole, but, but Maisie, yeah. Maisie, saw through, Maisie saw through his, everything the movie's trying to tell him about this guy. Nah, he's, no, he's yeah. all right. Uh, so those are our guardians. There's also supporting roles. Uh, I mean, Glenn Close is in this yeah, movie, which is kind of crazy. With Mrs. Doubtfire hair. It's great. <laughs> Good pull, Maisie. Hello. That was a great pull. Oh, Hello, man. guardians. Oh, Maisie. That was a great pull. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is exactly what it was. Uh, Lee Pace. Lee Pace pr- plays Ronan the Accuser. We've got uh, supporting girls from Peter Serafinowitz and John C. Riley. Wait, John C. Riley. Oh. I was like, did they? He wanted the role, and they were like, no, you're too old. And he's like, right, I'll be a cop. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to play Star Lord, and then he was just like, well, all right, you know, you, you just put me in whatever, man. <laughs> That's fine. I thought he was like, you touched my drum play... set more of a role maybe he will i guess because we're not done yet but like i thought he would play more of a role than like the mcu at large too just because I mean, he's john mo- c riley small fucking john c riley exactly yeah. like he's john c riley and like i mean he plays a fairly it's a, like i mean he's not in a lot of scenes but he's a significant person in this movie yeah. like i thought he'd be and he and he has a name too like so like i was like oh he's a named person usually in marvel that's always the fun part of like oh they named somebody oh is that somebody i don't know yet you know let's it's a, it's are they gonna it's turn a, into a villain? Is that yeah, like you know, a you know? Like what? What is this? A, is this a you know? A backstory? Bucky, I'm, I'm, Bucky I'm, I'm Barnes. Bucky, Bucky right. Barnes. Is he the Winter Soldier? You know, right. later he comes out. Yeah. Also, uh, I just gotta say that any if it, if Antique Roadshow or Pawn Stars was hosted by Benicio del Toro as this like <laughs> treasure chest, <laughs> I would watch a lot more TV. <laughs> I usually here's the thing. I usually get a text from Maisie while she's watching a movie. <laughs> just that 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 just that just is the nexus of her like Experience. thoughts on it. And Maisie's text to me was, Benicio del Toro is such a whack job in this. <laughs> <laughs> and he is, he is. I mean, we saw him in a in a post in the post credit yeah. scene before too. He 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 accepts the 
the ether, the, that infinity stone, and he's just like, hello, yes. Yeah, he's straight it's out okay. of the Mockingbird. Just... What are those movies? <laughs> the, the one oh, the... fucking, oh, uh, Hunger Games? He does yeah. like a he... Hunger Games character. Yeah, he does. He looks like a rich person in the Hunger Games. Yeah. Like Stanley, Stanley Tucci. Tucci, yeah. Yeah. I don't get the reference. Mike, that's less, that's, that's not <laughs> a good sorry. pull. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's probably not a, a great pull, pull but I just, I can't, I can't, I, I can't be the one to validate it. I can't be the one. Uh, but <laughs> I yes. I don't know the source material. We got to get better. to the plot in this, we do. In this damn movie. Do we movie. know? Star- <laughs> oh, you forgot one. I think you forgot one. Michael Roker. Oh, Michael Rook, Rooker. Rooker, Rooker. Michael Rooker mm-hmm. is Yandu Danta in this film. He's, he's got, he's got the whistle. He's the guy with the whistle. Um, yeah, uh, honestly, Hawkeye needs to forget about archery and just get himself one of those whistle things. Very, <laughs> very convenient. I'm sorry, Maisie, you said Hawkeye? Who's Hawkeye? I'm sorry, Hawk boy. Hawk boy. <laughs> <laughs> we call him Hawk boy on the pod, Mike. Uh, oh, he's, okay. Hawk, he's, he's Hawk boy. No, I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, uh, we took a little detour. I do also want to mention uh, director of this movie, writer director of this movie, James Gunn. Uh, he's a great writer director and i think he was perfect for this and he what the uh, fuck else has he done he directed (laughs) he directed a couple great uh movies before this he did he did a movie called slither which is like a horror body horror type movie he did what's the difference body horror and horror horror body horror is more like think about the the thing where it's like a grotesque sort of monstrous Body horror is like uh, like turning into a werewolf is body horror. Oh, okay. Um, stuff like that. But he did he did that. He also did Super, which was a movie oh with uh, with Rain Wilson plays like a guy who wants to be a superhero in real life. So Elliot bad. Elliot Page is also in that movie. Um, but then he yeah he did this. He did the second Guardians movie. He's gonna do the third. And in between that, he also directed there's most recently. Three? There's yeah, three. there's gonna be three. <laughs> I didn't even know there was two. <laughs> there was two, and two kind of sucks, so they owe me one more. They I owe love, me one I, more. And you have Mike to watch Mike. all of them four times. So I was gonna see 12 <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy's movies. Uh, James Gunn also most recently directed uh, The Suicide Squad, which I really, really enjoyed. So I like him as a writer director, and he did this. So we've taken a hell of a pivot. Do we, let's launch back into the plot. <laughs> uh, when Quill attempts to sell the orb on Xandar, capital of the Nova Empire, Gamora ambushes him and steals it. A fight ensues, drawing in a pair of bounty hunters, the genetically and cybernetically modified raccoon Rocket and the tree-like humanoid Groot. Uh, Just in- before you ask me anything, no, this, these, neither of these are medically possible. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> is it medically possible to make a raccoon real snazzy and good with a gun? Real sexy snazzy, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I use the word sexy. Uh, uh, no, we're going to keep going. We're not going to talk about that part. There's a swab about it. There's a about the raccoon. <laughs> in, uh, I do want to say in, this, in the intro to Rocket and Groot, we also get our Stan Lee cameo. Uh, where Rocket calls him a pervert because he's talking to a young woman. (laughs) Can I just say, this is probably like my favorite like scene in the movie and also just like in like, I don't know, just like my favorite way of like introducing your characters of just like 
this guy wants to capture this guy for this reason, but these guys want to get these guys for that. And this is, oh man, oh, so much. It's like a Guy Ritchie movie in one scene. It's like, oh, it's great. You know, it was, they're all, it was, they're all, you know, he's, yeah. Groot's got a, Groot's just got a bag that he's just right. trying to put everybody into. <laughs> it, it, it was, it was a great way. Yeah. I like that way of introducing these outlaws and who are going to become a team to band together. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, we also get yeah it's kind of i i had this thought with, with nova with the nova core with i don't know xandar where they're where they're at the city they're in it just looks like fucking disney world it just yeah. like it, just, <laughs> it looks like they're just walking around a theme park and it's yeah like this, and, this could happen next to it and are the xandarians the white people aliens or the purple aliens like, they're the, white, the, they're the white people aliens but also that the guy who tries to sell it to who's just like got kind of a alien face yeah eyebrows. so it's just like he's got a weird back of the head he's got some yep. back of the head alien she got some gills back here he's also got he's also like i'm zandarian it's my zandarian culture that he wants to word, word. or whatever and i'm like you don't look like glenn close or maybe it's just <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's a planet like it's like alien, how in america yeah. there's like a lot they're of like, melting yeah they got pot. some ellis island going on they got all kinds of the purple yeah. people that's what i look like if i don't wear enough spf purple <laughs> you get straight yeah. up purple yeah, yeah she skips red just goes straight purple <laughs> that's a I look that's like, a, yeah that's a problem yeah i try to stay inside <laughs> yeah okay i understand uh, Nova Corps officers <laughs> capture the four, detaining them in the Kiln prison. An inmate there, Drax the Destroyer, attempts to kill Gamora due to her association with the powerful intergalactic warlord Thanos and Ronan, who killed his family. Drax, kind on the eyes. Drax, the kind on the eyes. The Destroyer. His name is the Destroyer, but he just he destroys, destroys me with, with his eyes. <laughs> I also want to say this is the first time that Josh Brolin makes his MC right. debut as Thanos in this movie. Maisie, we we had a brief scene where uh, Ronan goes to Thanos, and Thanos is Wait, like, I'll, "I'll kill the Josh shit out Brolin? of you." Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah. Is he the one who sings all the Chris like the nice Christmas music? No. Nope. What? That's, That's Josh, Josh Groban. Groban. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's. <laughs> How did I know that? That was outrageous. <laughs> Josh, uh, Josh Groban as Thanos would be so funny. <laughs> I want the Infinity Stones. Oh, wait. Uh, also, what's the difference between a Tesseract and an Infinity Stone? The Tesseract is an Infinity Stone. Okay, so Infinity Stones are like Horcruxes. Yeah, Speak sure. Speak to me in my language. Okay. Sure. They're, 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 it's actually, there's a funny line in this when they're in the, um, when they're in the prison Quill says, so this orb, it's kind of like a, it's got like a Maltese Falcon kind of yeah, vibe. Yeah, 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 okay. And, and that's because that's what these, they're MacGuffins. They are, they're the film equivalent of just like, oh, this is just a thing that does something that everyone wants to drive the plot forward. So yeah, the Infinity Stones are all powerful MacGuffins uh, with different powers that they have. Powerful to, MacGuffin yeah. was my nickname in high school. <laughs> Because <laughs> everyone's trying to, every, everyone's trying to get you. <laughs> MacGuffin the crime dog. <laughs> Small crime dog. Quill convinces Drax that Gamora can bring Ronan to him, though Gamora reveals that she has betrayed Ronan, unwilling to let him use the orb's power. Mike. 
Wait, I, I was hold I feel like I feel like we're glossing over a lot of amazing movie, but keep going, I guess. No, 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 no. If if there's things you want to point out, this was Or did the, you get to this yet? Scene. I feel like or maybe it's coming up. Keep going, keep going, and I'll stop you if you change scenery. Okay, sounds good. I liked when Rocket needed the leg but didn't really. And I thought that See, oh, really I was gonna sweet. get to that part. See, yeah, that's like we gotta talk about that shit. That was the best <laughs> scene in the world. That was so like, much fun. He's like, wait, you just you actually got the leg? I didn't <laughs> what did he look like when he was hopping around? <laughs> and not only that, like just some like some Ocean's Eleven like storytelling shit. All right, here's the plan, guys. I need this battery. All right, this battery is gonna hold key to the plan. We gotta get that last. Meanwhile, groups get the whole thing right now. We gotta make sure we get that last. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Everything's gonna fucking go crazy. He gets it, gives him. I guess we got to improvise. So much fun. Then he needs the leg and he's trying to do that. That's pointless as fuck. But then the whole, yeah. Great. I also so love that in the, when he was taking the leg, Groot, Groot in the background of all of this is either like getting the battery or is like just straight up like so horrified or like his, he wears <laughs> emotion like on his sleeve. Yeah. And you're like, you can't talk, but you have an emotional soul. Yeah. Rocket and, then, and, Rock and Groot have a real, you know, Badass moment. They got some Rambo shit going on with fucking drags <laughs> and the gun. There's a little look up to like a cop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the coolest just image with just the raccoon in his shoulder, big ass fucking tree thing. What the fuck is going on? I love it. I love it completely. This is the best thing ever. Especially like they did two shots of that where I feel like, I guess like, you know, because it's a comic book movie, they try to do those where like, where Quill in the first, when the first, I think it's in the beginning, well, he's where where he meets some, what's his face in the, and he's trying to the rock and he jumps and he does, the, when he has the mask on, he's like, oh, like a comic book. You do like a boy. slow motion, like a like splash a, like screen. Like a Mario, yeah. like the Mario jump kind of, yeah. <laughs> and then and then this yeah. one with the with Rocket on the tree shoulder, it's like, oh, these are the, this is the comic book I'm watching. This is beautiful, you know? Yeah. Like, okay, these yeah. are the- James Best Gunn ball. gets it, you know? Good. These are you the shit. guardians of the galaxy. And you're still not into it? You're still not into it, Maze. No, no, no. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm yeah. here for it. I'm queer for it. And I am... Get used to it. <laughs> I think this movie's still pretty goofy. I'm here for it, though. Yeah. Uh, learning that Gamora intends to sell the orb to the Collector, Tanalir Tavan, Quill, Rocket, Groot, and Drax work with her to escape the kiln in Quill's ship, the Milano, the which, Milano. which, yes, it is named after Alyssa Milano. The, 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 the ship, <laughs> canonically, Peter Quill's ship is named after his childhood crush on Earth, Alyssa Milano. Is that for real? That is absolutely for real. The ship is called the Milano because of Alyssa Milano. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's his, uh, you know, 19... Not the delicious Pepperidge Farm cookies. 1988. Oh, <laughs> no. He's, he didn't name his ship after Pepperidge Farm's cookies. <laughs> uh, Ronan meets with Gamora's adopted father, Thanos, to discuss her betrayal. Thor Thanos gets one scene in this movie. It's an introduction. It's all he needs. Jo Josh Groban. Fucking Josh Groban. <laughs> Uh, I do want to ask Maisie thoughts on Thanos. That scene with Thanos—he's sort of the big bad. He's like gonna be teased for forever until he shows yeah, up. Yeah, he's got but... a big old face. Honestly, I wasn't really. Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah. So Ronan's this this brings me and I, mm, how do I want to say this? This brings okay. me back to my age-old issue with Marvel comics: is that the bad guys just want to be bad for like no reason other than like yes, evil will prevail dumb sure currently all right mike's gonna school me on this what's up currently 
currently that's all we know so far amazing yeah that's all we know about this man is that he's just evil for evil's sake but maybe there's another motive is he actually maybe he's not actually evil maybe he's just misguided in his own ways who knows the plot of this entire podcast but the fact is that i've never seen one of these movies (laughs) no i know that exactly you're exactly right that's why i'm talking like an asshole. Hypothetically, um, okay. Honestly, no spoilers. No, no, for just like if I was you, when someone talked to me the way I just talked to you, I would hate that person. So like, that's <laughs> that's that's Great. my least favorite way of talking. Honestly, is what I just did. So um, I get why you feel that way, but uh, no, it's uh, but you're, you're right. Wrong. You're not. You're not. You're not wrong. But like, I'm not right either. You're, okay. No, you're just you. I just I don't know. It's just don't have all you don't have all the info. It's the same reason why she hates Loki. <laughs> And I guess yeah. that's the reason why, like, I mean, I just watched this night, like, for the second time. And again, I love this. And, like, now it's fresh on my mind. And, like, I know all the things that happened that are going to happen. And I'm watching it again. I'm like, oh, shit. You know. Yeah. You know. Well, so. while, we're airing, while we're airing our grievances, I'm also <laughs> sorry for being snooty by sake. I've never seen any of these movies before. That's the whole damn plot of why we're going through this, this fucking podcast. Okay. I'll agree. I will agree with you that, that Ronan the Accuser is sort of a. Yeah. Uh, it's just I am a fanatic, and yeah. I want the Kree Empire to be ruling. So yeah. I am bad, and it, it's not even. It, it didn't even like you just said he wants them to be ruling. Is that even really what they want? He, he like it clearly just says like he wants to destroy. Like he he's work. He's doing this work for Thanos so that Thanos will destroy this world. He doesn't even want yes. to rule that. He just wants to destroy it. So I yeah. I, I I take back. You're you're you're, you're kind of. You're, I, I I agree with you, Maisie. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's a solid performance, but it's not. There's not much depth to it behind. Like, I am the evil guy. Like, so with you there. You know. Uh, moving forward. Yeah, that's fun. We I had a point and we dissected it. We got to the truth of it. I like that. That was fun. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, Quill's group flees to nowhere, a remote, lawless outpost in space built in the giant severed head of a celestial. I I think this is such a cool sort of set piece, uh, like that. There's a whole city. <laughs> like when you're doing space stuff, like it's if 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 it's Star Wars, they just go to a planet, and that planet is the lava planet, and they go to this planet, and that planet is the desert planet. Here, they drive into a mining colony where they're mining the skull, the spinal fluid of like a long dead incredible like god like whatever giant creature and it's and who lives there but benicio del toro <laughs> and his, and his weird, and his weird collection of things and the little you know just like i guess you don't you don't really think about it much when like at this point in the movie but just again just because i i've like i said i see what i know what happens later but just like head of a celestial being oh shit oh man uh, this was another 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 foreshadowing. We didn't even know scene. it. <laughs> another foreshadowing te- teasing scene happens when uh, it is revealed that inside the orb is an infinity stone, specifically the power stone. Um, and he talked, uh, you know, he talks a little bit about how in the beginning of the world there were six singularities, and then they became stones that uh, that can wield incredible power and yada 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 bunch of exposition but this is a we're, we're talking about the stones we keep talking about the stones a lot of these movies are going to be like dealing with the different kinds of stones that are have like crazy magic power or whatever we also skipped uh uh uh, uh, uh i think a pivotal scene in this movie 
when 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 our guardians of the galaxy solidify themselves as a group when they go to that bar because they got time to kill because we still Totoro's late as fuck. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, so so they chilling at the bar. And 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 the negotiation tactic, which Frida Quill is very privy on, I guess, and that's that's when he realizes that. That's when they. That's when he starts to. Uh, the, him and Gamora start start finding the the, the, the things for each other, and then and 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 also uh, uh, rockets. He you know he gets a little drunk, he gets a little wordy, he gets a little mouthy, and he starts. He he becomes vulnerable in that moment. You guys are all uh, shitting on me. You guys are thinking I'm some crazy ass rodent or whatever. What the no, fuck? No, it's monster. Right, and, and and they and they and they and they find a way to. I mean, I guess to come to the money, four billion dollars still because they're criminals, but they they solidify as a group in yeah. that moment. I I do like that scene of Rocket just kind of breaking down and being like, yeah. I didn't ask, I didn't ask to be made, I didn't ask to be torn apart and put back in together. The over that was heartbreaking. Yeah. In yeah. the feels, in the feels. Yeah. This movie has we, everything. And would we have gotten that if not for? Bradley Cooper, <laughs> like Academy Award, Academy Award and nominee Bradley Cooper. Hey, <laughs> He'll win one eventually. He's always in these fucking things. Uh, He's in One yeah. American Summer, and I always, I'm always like, I didn't forget about so you in that Bradley Cooper. I haven't forgot about you in that movie. <laughs> uh, uh a drunken Drax summons Ronan while the rest of the group meets Tavon. Tavon opens the orb, oh revealing God. the power stone, an item of immeasurable power that destroys all but the most powerful beings who wield it. Tavon's slave, Karina, grabs the stone, triggering an explosion that engulfs Tavon's archive. Um, I don't know. I thought that was a cool way for him to sort of fall or like get some blown up is just... You're an asshole. You was doing like your people do have elbows, don't they? Then you should scrub harder, or else I'll put you in a cage. And then she's like, "I don't want to be your fucking slave anymore. I'd rather die. I'd rather yeah. explode uh, and have this shit happen." I don't think she knew she was gonna die though. Uh, you think no, she did it because she was gonna she die? Did. I think she did it because she. You think, I I I saw it as like a more of like a ring situation. Like, oh my precious, like I'm gonna take this and wield ultimate power and like fuck you up rather than maybe she. Maybe and then she I died. died. I didn't know that, but either way, it was a I think it was a way, noble yeah. a noble act of uh, of anti slavery and anti you know that kind of stuff. Which I'm I'm just gonna come out. Uh, the the marvelous Miss Maisie podcast does not support slavery, so we do not. We do not. We don't. We think it's bad. <laughs> I feel weird that I'm here for your first announcement of that, but uh, <laughs> I agree. No, Mike, we're talking about pink ladies in space speaks. Oh, word. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, 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 and literally, right? That's not like a metaphor. Hey, I remember the joke in the movie. Metaphors. I'm Drex. Go over my head. I do like, like, there's a lot of jokes in this movie that we're brushing right past because we are brushing past so much shit. No, but it's a lot. It's a lot of jokes. I mean, a lot of the movie is just like lots of jokes. And I think largely the jokes really, really do work. But what I, what, what surprised me that I didn't remember and that I laughed out loud at was after the power stone destroys the collector's place and they walk outside with it. And Gamora's like, if I knew this was here, well, I wouldn't have ever done it. And Rocket's like, why are you still carrying it? Um, yeah. But that was that was it for um Rocket's the only like, true Del Toro, really. criminal, the whole thing, like a smart dude, just let's what are you, you let's get the fuck yeah, out of here. Let's get away from this. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, we're done with this. Obviously. 
Uh, Ronan arrives and easily defeats Drax. Just beats the absolute shit out of him. Just smacks him around. He wasn't oh, even wa- that one punch when Drax is like, "Oh, I'm gonna fight you." He he walks away. He walks away, and Drax come up on him from behind. And Ronan doesn't even like need to. He's talking to he's talking to Nebula. And Nebula, like, go get that stone. I got some shit to hand it right quick. Then he fucking <laughs> dodges that shit like it ain't no thing. And then just, yeah, kicks his ass like a like a like a like a punk like a punk. Uh, the others flee by ship, pursued by Ronan's followers and Gamora's adoptive sister, Nebula. This is the first time that the uh, the Wikipedia mentions Nebula, but Nebula's been in this movie the whole time. Nebula, no, played Nebula by Karen- sucks. No, we don't want to talk about <laughs> Nebula. Keep going. Elaborate. <laughs> not a fan? Just, not a fan. I hate her. She's mean. And she's a shapeshifter, so if you punch her, her jaw goes to the side and then comes back together. Is is she? She's a robot. That was her roboting herself. She's right? not a robot. She's she she's had she's, parts of her body literally. continually replaced Cy, by cyborg. Robotics. Cyborg. She's a cyborg. cyborg. Yeah. There we go. Uh, uh, but yeah, she's she gets a great arc. I will say, Maisie. I I hope this is a much like Loki, wherein you'll like you guys her in your arcs. We got Nebula. We got Loki. <laughs> Here's Mike being like Thanos is not as bad as you think. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it, pal. I don't. I, I just. Can I come back? I want to be there. Wait, and now we have this doofy Star Wars movie, and I'm just like, "Ah." it's like a fine wine. You have to wait. I do think it is. It is funny that it's it's un it is objectively unreasonable to be like, oh, you didn't like that character. Well, wait, you just gotta watch like twelve more movies. And then you'll you'll kind of get them a little bit more. But that's also like definitely. I mean, I listed three, right? There's Loki and Nebula and Thanos. There's got to be a few more in here. Like, um, you, yeah, there's just people th- where you're like, just do wait, put a pin there, pal, and we'll get back to it in about a year when we're on movie twenty seven. <laughs> we all sound like that. <laughs> That's what uh, we're trying. We're like, no, it's good. Maisie's like, I don't know if I like that. And we're like, no, it's good. Wait. <laughs> uh, uh, Maisie, uh, uh, wait, what's your, you don't just Loki, you just don't like? It's just not, not if like, I, oh yeah, I'm sorry. This Never is just mind. a little grease ball. That's <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, uh, the others flee by ship. Nebula destroys Gamora's ship, leaving her floating in space and Ronor's fighters capture the orb quill contacts yondu before following gamora into space giving her his helmet to survive beautiful nice moment yeah beautiful moment your lungs if you don't freeze to death your lungs is gonna collapse as hell yes absolutely right is this possible no is this scientifically accurate no is this like magic school bus yes where arnold should have been dead he shouldn't have come back (laughs) but it's a beautiful moment, and I love everything, everything a part of every part about it. How I mean, it makes sense. Like they kind of talk about it for for uh, 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 Zoya because he's like, oh, she's an alien, so she could be alright for a few minutes, but she ain't gonna last too long. But for Quill, yeah, you're right. That motherfucker would have, I don't know, froze stuff or blew up because there's no he's oxygen inside and it expands. But there's no, I don't know how what would happen, but he won't be living. You're right. You're right. But still, it's beautiful. Okay, but I have a question. And also, because yeah. he he called that's a, that's. That's messed up too. That's like a real leave a pit because he <laughs> called Yondu and then said, I hope you're near where I'm at because I'm here. I hope this works. And just like jumped out into space and just like five. Like he must have, I guess he had light speed on or some shit because Yondu got there quick. Anyway. Yeah, I think Yondu was at nowhere. It was He was chasing him around. 
in no in in the in the skull so i hope so he was That's nearby probably. but but it was like hey buddy i'm about to die in like eight seconds if you could just pick me up did you guys feel maybe this is just me but mm-hmm. did you guys feel that gamora and peter their like love was just kind of like really convenient like i didn't see them really falling in love like if this was like a titanic moment yeah because they spent you know two hours of the movie establishing that they're this young love draw me like one of your french girls but with these two i was just like oh this is just kind of convenient she's a hot piece of ass and he's just like i'm here for it so i'm like you're really gonna give your face shield to this chick after only 90 minutes that's that's zoe saldana and she's a hot ass assassin like, Point taken. I don't like. I mean, who else am I gonna give my face mask to? If not a hot ass assassin, yeah. who's also an alien, and she's green, so it's kind of hot. I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe. I would give my face mask to Hemsworth. That's for sure. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy Renner, um. as <laughs> we <up> yes. <laughs> you bring up a good point. You're right. They don't really like fall in love, but I don't know. They're hardened alien assassins they don't fall in love you know that's how they fall in love they're hardened they've been saying it for years (laughs) i do like i mean gamora and and quill have a romance in the comics so i think that there there's some kind of obligation to like do stuff like that but i do they don't they don't kiss like they don't they don't have a romance in this there's there's sort of that uh, unspoken sort of like uh 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 we're two hot people but they don't reward him i think peter quill is like Secret secrets. <laughs> they don't they don't they don't do a great I don't think they establish it as like a great good love or whatever, but they also don't fall in love in this one or they don't like yeah. con- consummate that love in anything other than uh not yet, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, here we hey, are. Another little hold your freaking horses, Maisie. You, you, you think you could just put fucking uh fucking fool around and fell in love in my goddamn ears and I'm gonna and I'm gonna and I'm gonna make out with you? No, not happening. I'm just gonna, gonna say, I actually you know what? I actually like that actually because that's not what this movie like light love. It was light love. Every movie should have light love, not a whole especially if it if you're if, if you want to make a love story, go ahead, throw all the love in that. But if I have a movie that has another like plot to it, sprinkle that love in. Don't don't hammer <laughs> like don't don't pour on the love. Like I wouldn't want to necessarily see the comic book love that they have because I, I ain't here for that. I'm here for some aliens and some in a, in a weird ass tree that talks and some guns and shit. I want to you know I want to see some. I don't think I don't think Peter Quill deserves love in this movie. He isn't he, right. Like he isn't. He doesn't present himself. You know, he, very, he, do, very, he does uh, some sacrificial stuff, but he. But for the most part, he hasn't earned the love of the daughter of yeah. Thanos. Yeah. He's very. He's very Captain Kirky. You know, very very much uh, laying with green and polka dotted women. You know, of all of all. Oh yeah, he has that thing types. in the beginning where he right? escapes the planet. Is that another then, like nerd thing that you? That was he about? just dropped the Star Trek. He did a, yeah. that was a, he dropped a Star Trek reference. We're so sorry, Maisie. If you want to <laughs> drop like a a, a How the Grinch Stole Christmas reference anytime, uh, that that was that's the Maisie. We movie? have we have mentioned that that movie on every single episode of the podcast. <laughs> she has found a way to relate it to that. <laughs> He's green, she's green, he's green, we're all green, okay? (laughs) It's because I'm green, isn't it? Okay. Uh, Look at that hack job. Okay. 
Yondu <laughs> arrives and retrieves the pair. Rocket, Drax, and Groot threaten to attack Yondu's ship to rescue them, but Quill negotiates a truce, <laughs> promising the orb to, Rondu, to Yondu. Yeah, my- hilarious! <laughs> just another hilarious moment. They're just going to blow up the ship to save them. That's, 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 that's hilarious. I'm just... Uh... Uh, I don't wait what I just love that part where they're like hey we're gonna blow up your ship unless you give us our friends who are located on your ship we're gonna blow it all up five four oh, yeah <laughs> like, and then, and then Quill gets on the Quill gets on the mic is like rocket rocket and, and he's just like oh hey Quill what's up <laughs> Uh, we haven't gotten to talk about Yondu too much, uh, Maisie. What do you think? And do you think? we yeah. need to just talk about he had the big the just before like, remember your quote, but just he used the hydron collider or whatever the fuck he had the big ass gun, the ship blower up. Or yeah, he was he threatened yeah. to blow it up with the 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 big thing that he made. Yeah, the big gun that, that comes in later. Yeah, uh, thoughts on Yondu, Maisie, the blue man who group? leads the Ravagers. Yeah, the blue man group. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were great. They're, they're, they're great. They're great. They reminded me yeah. of Uncle Rico. I'm not really sure why, but. <laughs> I see it. That's good. <laughs> they could throw a football quarter mile. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no, I have nothing to back that up, but you just, I don't know. No, they're, they're space pirates and they, and they, they're, they're yeah. a little space pirate crew. Like that's, and the, that's yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean too <laughs> in that respect in that respect yeah in the in the respect that they're space pirates it's a lot like pirates <laughs> uh quill's group agrees that facing ronin means certain death but they cannot let them use the infinity stone to destroy the galaxy on ronin's flagship the dark aster ronin embeds the stone in his war hammer taking this? its power to him for himself. He contacts, he contacts Thanos, threatening to kill him after first destroying Xandar. Uh, and hateful of her adopted father, Nebula, allies with Ronan. I'm sorry, I'm not sure what your normal runtime is for your podcast, but no, this done, Wikipedia yeah. shit is, is doing this movie a disservice. We skipped over <laughs> so much shit that just happened. Yeah, the cherry, uh, uh, the cherry bomb, uh, like getting everything together scene. Uh, the, yeah. the moment when they come together, when they finally solidify as a group, when they're, they're sitting like, as a, as a, yeah, as a team, Will, and they're like, we got to do this. Now we're all standing up, a bunch of jackasses standing in a circle. Quill, we can't go up against Rona. You're asking us to die. Then, then Zoe's not stands up. As a woman who's, or a person, as a green motherfucker who's lived amongst the enemies <laughs> all their life. I would love to have my friends. Then Jack, Jack stands up. He says, I forgot it. I don't know exactly what he says, but it ends with friends. And then I am Groot. He says some Groot. He's, I am Groot. And then Rocket's like, I guess we all stand. And now they're the guard. Now they solidify. They, they Is are, that they, when they he says unit. we are Groot? Not no, yet. That's, that's, oh, that's oh, I, 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 I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. but the, before the battle, they solidify. They come together as a team. They really like the guardians of the galaxy. They, they we are going to they, become... they we are going to figure this shit out or die trying together. Hands and team. Yeah, I ain't got nowhere to go after this. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, they, then the, the needle drop, cherry bomb starts playing, and everybody starts loading up their guns and getting their fucking suits. Hello, on. mommy. Hello, daddy. How does that song go? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, yeah. Daddy. Hello, Mom. I'm the <laughs> there it is. Why does that bomb. song turn me on? Okay, anyways. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were singing. <laughs> I thought you were singing. 
I thought it was. Hello, Mara. Hello, Mara. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I missed that part of the movie. Were they, did they go to the bathroom when they, when they sang Camp that Granada? The K9 Advantix song. That's what I was singing. If I had this, I knew it was a real one, but I had me and I had the same. What's it called, Tim? K9. It's called Camp Granada. <laughs> Camp Granada is that what the real name is? I gotta look that up. K9 Advantix. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> boy. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Ronan takes the stone. He puts it in his hammer because I guess you know he could. His hammer can hold it now. Like and... a which badass. Okay, yeah, we get a scene where he just gets to be evil and flex. I love, I do love that thing in movies when like someone gets a bunch of power and then they're just like, <laughs> yeah, I am bigger now. I'm the I power am... stone. You drink. I am the power before, stone. Right? What? You drink a Red Bull before, right? Uh, yeah, that's sort what of it feels like. Have you ever drank a Red Bull? It's yeah. the same thing as putting the power stone in your yeah, warhammer. Yeah, just a little bit less. Just a little bit less. It's just like the power stone is just like five red bulls just in one <laughs> yeah that's what they should have done they're just like how are we gonna beat him with the power stone all right guys i just ran the cvs <laughs> it gives you wings they'll start glowing and shit just mix it with mountain dew uh okay so the ravagers and quill any i'm sorry i just <laughs> you said it a little bit which is badass just that like i mean like they couldn't have done this because this doesn't happen and they can't see a way to like make all of what happened in Marvel still happen with what they did. But just the fact that Ronan was like, fuck you, Thanos. <laughs> I know, but he's the power, most powerful being in the world. Fuck you. Fuck him. I don't care. I got this power stone, motherfuckers. And I'll put it in my hammer for good safekeeping like that. Like, Come at I didn't, me. I didn't realize the gravity of that of him saying that, but that's a badass. That's a that's a bad motherfucker. Like, yeah. And I would have, I don't know. Like, that's the fun thing about the Marvel universe and all the things I've done. It was like our different experiences, like through the video games, different mediums. It was just like, you know, what would I have done with this? I wish I had done more with this. What should have more with that? It would be kind of badass if there was like another like I don't know villain who was like, fuck you, Thanos. Like, yeah. I ain't I ain't <laughs> going with your shit. You know, like a like a like you know just I don't know. Uh, just for a little, I don't know, a little, a little what if story, maybe. Oh, right. oh, Marvel's what if? Yeah. We'll okay. maybe we'll probably do those. Uh, we're probably gonna watch that because I've been really enjoying it. Um, cool. They're gonna make Maisie. Watch I'm gonna make Maisie watch wait. more. <laughs> uh, the Ravagers and Quill's group join with the Nova Corps to confront the Dark Aster at Xandar. With Quill's group breaching the Dark Aster with the Milano. Uh, so he runs his ship into the thing. There's kind of a dogfight space battle. They're trying to stop the ship from landing because if the ship lands, he can use the stone to kill the whole Kind world. of a dogfight. Yeah. It was a firefight. Sorry. <laughs> I, I saw that coming. Ronan uses his empowered warhammer to destroy the Nova Corps fleet. So he like blows the shit out of all those ships that are so, like linking, so, linking together to, yeah. to, to stop it from coming down. Which I don't think is a tactical move. I like, <laughs> I just. Mike, Mike, as, Mike's, got, Mike's got war criticism. <laughs> I just feel like, okay, I am a planet and I'm the Nova Corps. I'm Glenn Close with the crazy ass hair, right? And I like we're tacticalizing like making ships and shit like that. Like 
a big ass net with my ships like that just doesn't seem it just doesn't seem smart to me you know like i just i don't Definitely know the resources yeah i i hear what you're saying like it could it's, have been it feels it like a waste like, of resources and not only that it just seems like that's the only time they use that is when there's a ship that's coming <laughs> like they don't want to come in like yeah what's the what's what's the other use for the yeah. the, the big blockade like a different ship a faster ship just flies around it right uh, you know, like, yeah that's the only is this when when they oh shit ronan's coming we got to get the ronan blocker <laughs> he's, he's coming to town and also it doesn't work so uh yeah and also, in that yeah. regard mike you are correct that was the wrong move it did and work. also because it doesn't because they were all up there like okay i'm glenn close right all i got is the nova Corps. i make my nova Corps make that big ship well then they have other ships going down crashing into doing doing kamikaze shit well then well well i'm just as nova just me i'm screwed Luckily, I got these ravages on my side. They're going to help me out, but I'm Glenn Close. I fucked up. I do. I'm not a good cop. I think I, think I need to move, watch this movie again. I think I need to, like, re, re, rewind it and redo this with Mike's commentary because I, I think I missed some of this. I would love to. I would love to. If I, would, a... I would love to sit and watch you two watch this movie together. <laughs> <laughs> And then listen, every five every five minutes, Mike's like, "Do you see what happened?" And Maisie's like, "No, yeah, I do." I get what's it. the next one? What's the next one on your list? Let's do it. I've seen all. Of them. What's the, what is the next one? What's the next movie you have to watch? Uh, the next movie is Avengers: Age of Ultron. Oh, is that a good one? It's so close to being great. It's so close to being great. There's a lot of okay things in it, but it is not their best work. We'll um, talk about that in a week, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Drax kills Karath and Gamora defeats Nebula, who escapes, but the group finds themselves outmatched by Ronan's power whoa, until whoa, whoa. Rocket Drax crashes. Uh, Drax kills Karath. It's a Jaiman Hansu. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, yeah, he pulled the shit out of his head. Yep, you're right. This is a fun little scene. You know, they crash into the ship, and Gamora's like, we're just like Kevin Bacon. And, yeah. And then they... <laughs> yeah, was so then much fun. Such a stretch. The, all the Kevin Bacon references, I was like, <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. That that was something <laughs> I could have... I could have done without the Footloose references. I'm a musical theater major. Don't get me wrong. I love a good Kenny Loggins Footloose moment. This was too much for me. <laughs> But doesn't it? I okay. But it makes sense though, right? Like, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. You know, Peter is Earth Peter is attached. That's all he's Peter seen. is attached to his 1988 pop culture sort of nexus. That and all these motherfuckers yeah. are green and, and blue and shit. They don't know what they talk about. Yeah, <laughs> throw in the Berlin else. Wall though. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's talk about politics. All right, no, okay, keep going. <laughs> a moment I liked in this in this in this final fight. A moment I liked was when Groot just kind of goes off. And just like yeah. <laughs> stabs his arm through a bunch of people, yeah, just flops like a around, shish kebab, yeah, and then turns around and he's just like, "Hi, everyone. <laughs> hey!" <laughs> like he wants to scratch brown ears or some shit. Yeah. Um. Da -da -da. Rocket crashes a Ravager ship through the Dark Aster. Dark Aster crash lands on Xandar. Wait. Yeah. Because they know. So 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 Groot goes crazy. Does this they, whole thing, yeah. right? They try they the, the room. yeah, yeah, they yeah. Try the, to shoot Ronan with the big gun, the big and ass, it, gun. And, and and it shoots him, and it doesn't do shit. And, and, and they then, shoot him, yeah. and Jackson's like, oh, "You did it! We can go home." Just <laughs> get up uh, out of kind of desk. Nah, I think again, motherfuckers. Gets up like the Undertaker. He's ready. <laughs> I think this is probably actually an ample, a great time for me to call the ending. I yeah, think we actually okay. need to back up, like 
10 sentences on the Wikipedia page, <laughs> but because I just re- remembered that I did this. So yep. I, I pause the movie about halfway through or like wherever, like the plot is taking a little bit of a pause and see if I can call the ending. And this is what I came up with. Um, Rocket, I am Groot and Tattoo Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Gather up a band of misfits and save Andy and Alphaba, which is (laughs) Peter Quill. Andy and Alphaba. Oh, my God. And all together, they save the stone. Oh, I wrote out, oh, and also Tattoo Boy is Zoe Saldana's real dad. (laughs) That would have been a horrible twist that I would have hated. (laughs) That would have been... I mean, that had been kind of funny because they hated each other the whole. No, that would have no. Whoa, that had been weird because he he thinks his daughter is dead. Yeah, but his daughter actually was taken by Thanos the whole time. Mm. That'd been a crazy twist. That's that a soap yeah. Twist. That's what I'm that's saying. That's some soap opera shit. Happy yeah. that, is he? Happy? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, also, in, for the young and the restless. I like okay. it. I like it. So the damaged Dark Aster crash lands on Xandar with Groot sacrificing himself to shield the group. That was That's the We the Are Groot. Groot. It was so, so upsetting. Also, like the, uh, I was like the California forest fires. It was emotional <laughs> for me. Yeah, those little so fireflies you... on him. It's like, oh, man. Yeah, it's I was like, home. this is this is, oh, this is a fire starter. It was pretty. It was beautiful. I, I do want to say that. It was so cute. Oh, you haven't really it was gotten beautiful. To... I'm starting to get to the point where I'm really sleepy. So all of this is like, oh, Drax's eyes <laughs> seeing into my soul. And then there's the fireflies. If we could pretend that firefly. Wait, no, that's the, Honestly, that's you're, the other gonna... song. From... <laughs> Were you trying to do Airplanes by B.O.B. mixed <laughs> yes. with Fireflies by Owl City? <laughs> my sophomore year of high school was a great year for music. <laughs> Owl City. Maisie, if you get all like tired and loopy or whatever, this is the great time to do it because this is like like this part is like the most emotional moment. Like honestly, watch this again for again. I saw this how many times? I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I'm not afraid to say it. Teared up a little bit, honestly. Like I forgot how much I love this movie and I forgot that we are Groot scene. Oh man. We are oh! right here, yeah. right here, right here in the fields for the third time. The There's three sincere shots to the fields. As well as laughs and fun throughout this whole entire movie. You can't, I can't, I can't, I'm trying to find a problem with this movie. This whole time we talk, trying to find a problem with it. <laughs> For me, the it's the Kevin we, Bacon references. We had <laughs> a little too, like, I, no, I, nothing, nothing wrong. I can't, I got nothing. You're allowed to disagree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought that I, we didn't really get to talk about it too much, but I do think that this movie is really well directed and some of the shots in it are really cool and like yeah. really well framed and like, like James Gunn knows what he's doing. This isn't Thor 2 where they just got some fucking guy. Fart and machine. No, and there is, and there isn't a, sh- there isn't a shot from that movie that like matters or like has depth to it or that you like are glom onto is like, that is a shot. There's so many of those in this movie where it's just like, that's a really good shot. Oh, wow. That's a really cool shot. Um, so kudos to that. We'll, since you're getting sleepy, we'll try and move <laughs> uh, Ronan, Ronan emerges from the wreck and prepares to destroy Xandar, but Quill distracts him by, 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 by challenging him to a dance-off while Ooh Child is playing in the background. 
Maisie Forget the Kevin Bacon stuff. This was the stupidest thing. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But man, they had me go in there for a second. And then when I saw that it was a distraction, I was like, thank God, because this is the dumbest way to end a movie ever. There is there is a really great um, uh, behind the scenes footage uh, thing where Peter Quill's like, dance off me and you, bro. And then... Uh, Ronan starts like dancing with his hammer. <laughs> so that is that is that is funny. But uh, yeah, it's it's goofy as hell. This movie leans hard yeah. on the goofy, and I either you like I it or you don't it for like that. it. I, yeah, I like I like that they did something like I'm about to destroy this whole fucking planet by putting this hammer down, and then and then he's just like. Ooh, child, things are gonna come on, come on, buddy. I I'm just love, distracting you, you turd nugget. Boom. I love like the just thinking about like what if that didn't work? <laughs> like, ooh, he's like, I'm gonna and you, you cream motherfuckers will know the name is Ronan. Ooh, child, things are fuck you, mother. God, like, that's like, he like he's not like, what like, are you? Like, why'd he stop? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Wait, also, He's just did like, we well, you're about... going to die anyway. Like... Did we talk about the dick message part? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got my <laughs> dick message. I, I gave that the old Maisie Lodge chuckle. <laughs> Again, why I thought that John C. Riley was going to be like a bigger part of this whole thing because John C. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. The dick message is what makes John C. Riley uh, 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 rally, rally the troops of the Nova Corps yeah. to get Glenn yeah. Close and, 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 and makes them even make that horribly designed. A uh, 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 ship, 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 ship bridge. Shield ship, thing. Ship, yeah. Shield, ship just shield. like, yeah, well, you know, he sent me a message and he was just he like, well, dick he's and then, wait, 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 wait. He said he's wait. not a dick, but he's like, you're not an a hole. You know, I thought he was a pretty cool guy. John, John, I don't care about that. Do you believe him, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that part, like, that was like, oh, this guy's going to matter. This guy's going to be in the MCU for years. And then he doesn't. Um, You never see him again. Uh, but they distract him. Uh, Drax and Rocket destroy Ronan's Warhammer. Quill grabs the freed stone, and it's mentioned earlier that like you can't fucking grab that thing. We saw what happened. Organic to motherfucker Karina. can't be touching that. You got to be powerful as shit to touch them shits. Only but Gamora, Gamora, Drax, and Rocket share the burden of it and use it to vaporize Ronan. A very emotional moment when Peter is like getting fucking killed by the Power Stone. And Gamora's like, take my hand, Peter. He looks at her and he sees his mother uh, in the bed saying, take my hand. And it's like, oh, we've come. That was some feels. That was some feels, yeah. 100%. And, and before, just uh, just before that too, uh, I forgot when Ronan's coming out and he's yelling. I mean, we got to go back to the feels, go a little bit, a moment. But uh, uh, when Ronan comes out and he's like, uh, the ship, before he sticks on the thing, and he's like, look at, look at these motherfuckers. These are your guardians of the galaxy. Like he's the one who names it. And then when they're in the cloud of power with the when it's over the power, yeah, motherfuckers. We the guardians of the galaxy. You said he, it yourself, bitch. That's what he said. Yeah, you said <laughs> it yourself, bitch. Which is uh, Yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy come together as a group to share the I'll burden of the power stone and, and take out Ronan. It's a big hero moment, big stuff happening. That's Beautiful. like the nerdiest sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, yeah, so the Guardians of the Galaxy came together and they shared the burden of the Power Stone to destroy Ronan the Accuser and as he I tries to decimate the Zandarian forces uh, with, Maisie, his, I, with his Kree I, I, radicalism. I, I hear it now, Maisie. I, I completely hear it. Yeah, 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 I know what every single one of those words <laughs> means. Um, you know what? Me too. Me too. I do too. And Maisie's, yeah. going, and Maisie's going to medical school. So, <laughs> so what... What choices have we made? <laughs> me, me to know all those words and Maisie to be like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, another another kind of cool scene is Yondu crashes into oh! the field and he's surrounded by by a bunch of Kree trying to kill him, and he just whistle kills them all with his with his arrow that he yeah controls that's where i was whistle. like take a hint Hawkman. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of your bow and arrow and take whistling lessons my friend you're you're behind the times it's so much more efficient and convenient i swear i swear i can't okay in the aftermath quill and tricks yon <laughs> in the and aftermath the yeah and cooler I'm sorry. You're doing great. In the aftermath, Quill tricks Yondu into taking a container supposedly containing the stone and gives the real stone to the Nova Corps. He opens up the thing and it's the little trinket that he was looking at. Oh, yeah. oh, uh, oh the what rascal. What's this called? Trolls. Uh, trolls. Trolls. Yeah, little troll. Yeah. Little yeah. rascal. Ah, oh, Quill. You, so you rascal. You. Funny. As the <laughs> Ravagers leave Xandar, Yondu remarks that it turned out well that they did not deliver Quill to his father per their contract. A twist. Mm-hmm, yeah. A lead into perhaps the next movie. I was gonna say uh, twist who first. is his daddy? Do we who want to take bets? No, you guys have already seen it. We who know, I know who his dad is. No, you can take a bet. Who do you think is his daddy? Who's, who, who's, what actor do you I think plays? It's a, it's, a it's a big actor, a big time no. actor. Who do you think plays? Yeah. Well, yeah, who do you, who's the actor and what do you think his significance is in the, in the movies? Wait, wait, wait! Is he in this movie? He no, no. he's in. The, he's no, he's not in the, in this movie. He has not appeared yet. He will appear in Guardians of the Galaxy two. Okay, have knowing. Okay, I did not know that there was a second or third Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so this not is yet. me taking a wild guess as to who this person is. Daddy, who's the daddy? Who's your daddy? Um, be Maury Povich right now. Who's the father? <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, um, I'm trying to think of someone who's not in the Marvel movies already that I've seen. <laughs> um, is it a human or an alien? No, they actually get a they actually get a real human to play this part. Actually, yeah, <laughs> you don't need to get it's not it's it'll be pointless to guess. What is it Richard Gear? It's not Richard Gere, <laughs> but it, uh, you not know. Not a bad guess. Not, not a bad, bad guess. guess. It's really not a bad guess. Not a bad oh. guess at all. Especially, oh. like, we put you in a horrible, you, you're going to lose in this. You're, you're trying to name one human in the world. Yeah. Name a white actor who's over 50 years old. Go. You got to be white, Tim. <laughs> because it's Obviously, the, uh, this, is, this is a futuristic world. He could be, I don't know. Mike, like, because I know he's white. <laughs> yeah, no, you got to be white. You're right, you're right, you're right. Keep because gonna... I know who plays them. I watched the movie. Uh, <laughs> that too, I guess. Uh, Quill's group, now known as the Guardians of the Galaxy, has their criminal records expunged, and Quill learns that he's only half human, his father being part of an ancient unknown species. 
Again, a teaser for the next movie. Quill finally opens the last present he received from his mother, a cassette tape filled with her favorite songs, uh, uh, Awesome Mix Volume 2. He pops it in and starts playing Marvin Gaye. Oh, uh, such a great song. Enough. Yeah. And they fly off. The Guardians leave the and rebuild. And he shares Milano. a look with Gamora before he flies off. They share yeah, a just look. Just a little. Yeah. Acknowledgement of, hey, maybe in the next movie, maybe hey, in yeah, two baby. movies, maybe who knows, baby. Uh, the Guardians leave in the rebuilt Milano along with a potted sapling cut from Groot, which grows into a baby version of him. Uh, we get a little mid-credit scene. That's him dancing to the Jackson Five. That was so cute. Turning around, I was crying. I was like, "This is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life." And my national treasure of the cast just so happens to be God, national treasure, uh, baby Groot. Baby Groot, beautiful. Um, I thought I, you were gonna say Dave Bautista. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Bautista's eyes. Baby Groot. <laughs> Dave, my favorite two parts of this movie were Baby Groot and Dave Bautista's eyes. Um, I would. Can I? Can, I. I. I'm. Ha- I'm happy to spoil this for you. I. I think it will make you very excited, Maisie. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Groot is Baby Groot the whole movie. Ah, oh, that's the best news <laughs> I've heard all week. Oh, Baby Groot was so cute. And he. To they bring ramp you it up. right. He's so cute in the second movie. So he's really cute. It's really, really cute. To bring you back down, though, the second movie kind of sucks, though. <laughs> uh, Mike, to bring you back up, uh, the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie is my third favorite movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. To bring us all Why back down. Why bring you back up? It still sucks. bring Amazing back up. Does the third part of Guardians of the Galaxy have baby Groot? The third Guardians of the Galaxy will probably not have Baby Groot. Uh, They'll have teen, third... have teen angsty pre- teenage Groot, right? Yeah, uh, but really? third, third Guardians of the Galaxy comes out in 2023, so the answer to that Jesus is... Jesus Christ. Is, I don't know. Okay, yeah. maybe we'll be done. He was him. like angsty in the post-credit scene in the second one, right? He was like teenage, like, oh, whatever, man. Yeah. You guys. We'll, we'll you cross Peter. that bridge. We'll cross that bridge when we watch that post-credit scene. Uh, it, the post-credit scene to this movie, oh, it, I'm sorry. it doesn't... It doesn't tease anything uh, moving forward for any oh, movies. We just get God. We just get uh, Maisie. We just get the appearance of if if you've been listening to the podcast from the beginning, uh, Maisie had a fucking question that appeared on Jeopardy that was Marvel related, where the answer to that question was Howard the Duck. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Tavon sits in his destroyed archive with two of his living exhibits, a canine cosmonaut and an anthropomorphic duck. Uh, Howard the Duck. Uh, uh, voiced by Seth Green. Fun fact. Wait, the kid from Awesome Powers? Yep. Wow, Robot, what a robot chicken, Seth Green. <laughs> uh, this is not the last time you'll see him, He, but he does not have a big role. He just cameos in like one scene in a future movie. Not a fan of Howard the Duck. Don't worry. Who is who the <laughs> fuck is like stupid? Yes, I, I remember sitting in the movie theater watching that post scene, thinking like, "Oh, we're gonna get, we're gonna get," because the next movie's fucking Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah. I thought we were gonna get a big tease scene for the next yeah, big Avengers movie. Yeah, and it was just, yeah. kind of, <laughs> it's just like throw away like shawarma ones. Hey, I'm a duck. <laughs> yeah. For the record, oh. the shawarma one was great because we had just gone through a lot. We needed a, <laughs> we needed a break. 
We yeah, I, and this I, one was and this one was stupid because we don't even remember that right. Vinicio del Toro's place blew up. By the right, 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 right. I will I say honestly, I did like the shawarma one. We needed it. You're right. Yeah, they need. Yeah, we needed the shawarma. We needed shawarma, especially because it was throughout the movie. He was talking about like it would be weird if they just showed up there. It's like, oh, what the fuck is this? But nah. Yeah. Tony Stark wanted shawarma, and he wanted it so bad he didn't even get out of the suit. He just they all just went right there. <laughs> <laughs> so they say they legit saved the world and went to get shawarma. That's beautiful. But that's it. That's Guardians of the Galaxy. We I did guess, it! Mike we, Mike, we know how you feel, but uh, final sort of wrap-up thoughts on Guardians? Uh, pro. 100% pro. <laughs> um, this movie was great. Uh, 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 it, had, it had all the things you want in the movie. It had action. It had, had light love. It had, it had, had comedy. Comedy coming out of it in droves. Uh, space. Who doesn't love space? This is definitely um, one of the one of the funnier Marvel movies. Especially we just came off of Captain America: The Winter Soldier, which was pretty. Oh yeah. Like, uh, it's complicated plot. Like you got to follow along. There's a lot of moving pieces. It's serious. It's oh oh, a Bucky's my friend. I can't fight my friend. Oh, espionage is going. The wrong kind And then of this pieces. movie is just like there's a raccoon and we're gonna play seventies <laughs> music. <laughs> And that I don't know. I I agree. I really like this movie. Maisie, uh, I guess overall thoughts uh, following Guardians of the Galaxy. You're allowed to not like. <laughs> don't let Mike's yeah. don't let Mike's insistence that no, it's good. <laughs> no, please, uh, yeah, have your opinions. No, I uh, I am Groot. Maisie, it's a cop out. Come on, I will not. We no, I understand. I understand exactly what she said. No, I no, I did like this movie. I kind of had to get myself out of the like Marvel universe what I had like known about it so far and I was kind of expecting it to be a little bit more in line with the previous Marvel Marvel There's movies. There's like no connections. There's straight right. up no connections to Other than this, the Infinity Stone. Yeah, the the Infinity Stone, they talk about those and they show and the Thanos. Tesseract and the and the ether and Thanos, right? but but this movie is So other than those other things no, but like Than like Thanos yeah. hasn't existed until this thing. Okay, you know, yeah. they just show an image of the Infinity Stone. So it is kind yeah, of so I think I need but to it like... exists on its own, you know. Okay, yeah. I think I needed to kind of unhook myself from any expectation because I did enjoy it. Like I did think it was a really fun movie to watch and I mm -hmm. LOL'd. And yeah, that's my barometer for judging a good movie is if I is I LOL'd. Is <laughs> I LOL'd. But yeah, uh, I, I just... What do you I, think, Tim? I Yeah, I like this movie. I remember seeing it a couple times in theater. I remember seeing it and then convincing my dad to see it because I was like, mm -hmm. Dad, I think you'll really like this movie. Is it because like, of the 80s music? Yeah, the music. I think he really liked the music in it. And that was... Um, yeah, I think the music in this is really good. They have They have something interesting going on there. It's not just like typical marvel movie they they had fun with this one and they had to have fun with this one because it's a movie where there's a tree that can only say three words and he's a main character so four he says we <laughs> fair i want to say yeah, fuck no. you groot <laughs> yeah, I learn that one though uh but yeah that's that's it uh mike thomas thank you so much for coming on the podcast thanks thank you for guys joining for us. having me guys yeah. thank you guys for having me i would love i will talk about any marvel movie you want me to talk about whether on this podcast or in real life maybe uh, maybe we'll bring you on for guardians 2 and we can yeah. uh and we can we can make you the resident guardians of the galaxy guy 
I'm into that. Or, I mean, again, I have a lot of opinions about a lot of Marvel movies. <laughs> He's like, sure. if I be the next one. He's like, anyone. Uh, Give me anyone. I, yeah, I have opinions about all of them. Let me know when you, I want to know your opinions on Thor Ragnarok when you get to that. I'm very yeah. uh, I can't wait to, to see that. that. People seem to really um, love that movie. I can't wait. Yeah. No. Okay. I, uh, yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah, thanks again, guys. Thanks again for having me. Check out Mike if you're in Vermont. If if uh, uh, if you're ever at, at comedy shows, he's absolutely hilarious. He's oh, uh, you're one of my favorite standups and wow. uh, yada yada yada. You're, you're great. You, he's great. He's funny. So glad to have you on the pod. Next week, Maisie, we're we're watching the sequel to the Avengers, direct sequel to the Avengers, Avengers: Age of Ultron, written and directed by Joss Whedon. It's the last time that little pissant's gonna be in this goddamn universe. <laughs> uh, but uh, thoughts, expectations moving forward for the next Avengers movie. You really, really like the first Avengers movie. I, I believe I really it has, like has yet to be topped in, in phase two, that that's still your favorite movie yeah, so far. That is, that is, yeah, that's up there. Um, I mean, I really liked, I mean, it does seem like Joss Whedon's kind of a dick, but uh, <laughs> the last movie was like funny and I enjoyed it. Uh so I'll be like excited to see what he does with this next plot. But I'm like, how are they going to top it? What are they going to do? I don't know. Just for me, Josh Whedon did one and two Avengers. He did one and two, and then he doesn't oh, okay. he didn't do any of them. So. I know he did one because, I mean, yeah, it didn't seem. I mean, one was great, and I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't. Yeah, he yeah. made some good art despite being sometimes monsters yeah. make good art it's fucked up <laughs> it shouldn't be allowed it really shouldn't be allowed but sometimes monsters make really yeah. good art and I, honestly I, like go. i was just gonna say one was hard to top honestly one hard's a lot of fun but yeah mm-hmm. uh Maisie, i guess my specific question about your expectation for the movie is who do you think ultron is oh that's a fun question because the movie Ultron. is called Avengers Age of Ultron. Who do you oh. think Ultron is? Okay, well, do you want me to tell you what my first thought is or my real I, thought? Because my first both. thought is Jeff Bridges because of Tron, but that's not <laughs> the same thing. Uh, uh, well, and Jeff Bridges is dead canonically in this universe now. Oh, right. Yeah. Duh. Come on, Maisie. <laughs> keep up. Wait. You've watched 20 movies. Yeah. He was in Iron Man 1. You have yes, he was good pull. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, he, Age of Ultron. I think Ultron. All right, Ultron is an Iron Man suit that Gwyneth Paltrow wears. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to say. Okay, uh, we'll see how wrong you are next week. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Follow us, uh, subscribe to us, write a review on iTunes. It really actually helps the podcast if you do that. Puts more uh, views and and pops us on certain things. So if you can do that, that'd be great. Uh, Mike, again, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. The Marvelous Miss Maisie is a Unicow Media podcast. Music by Brian Parmalee, who you can follow on Instagram at Bodie underscore Foster. Cover art by Rachel Severance, who you can follow at Rachel Approves. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Marvelous Miss Maisie Pod. And if you like it, remember to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also follow Maisie on Instagram at O underscore my underscore laud 624. And Tim on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HaHaTimBridge. Thanks for listening. See you next week.